Hey, welcome to Ion Sterile Processing. I want to give you a story. And I think it's some information that you can actually use. I want to give you the story about nursing, the beginning of nursing. See, when you look at nursing now, it's a prestigious job that a lot of people aspire to hold. Even people in sterile processing, they come in and they look around to see where they fit in. And some of them choose to be a scrub tech and then others aspire to be a nurse. Prestigious role. They make good money. It wasn't always like that. Let me take you on a quick trip on the beginning of nursing education. It wasn't the way it is now. So listen up. The beginning of nurses started with Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale was out of Florence, Italy. She wanted to be a nurse and her family thought she was crazy because being a nurse was like for low wage owners, they're for caregivers, they're for lower class people, not from someone of her stature. She was from the upper class, but she didn't care. She went on to be a nurse. And when she went to nursing school, she excelled and ran the nursing school. So around 1854, when the British soldiers needed her, she showed up and she showed out. She went in there and reduced their death rates by keeping the place nice and sanitized, by making sure they had clean bedspreads, making sure that the coverage for their wounds, their bandages were clean. They had clean food and clean water and clean air. And it made a big impact on the results of those patients, the soldiers. So when she went back home, she created the Nightingale principles that other places adapted, that they used to train their nurses. See, when people were sick at home, they had family and friends and caregivers take care of them if they could. But when we got urbanized and industrialized, we moved to medical centers, but we still needed caregivers. But it wasn't high paying job and you you were not formally educated a lot of times. So the training that a lot of women, and I say women because men were not allowed to be nurses during that time, The women got training at the hospitals and the hospital training was as as short as six months. You take six months of training at a hospital, boom, you're a nurse. On record, they saying the first graduated class was in 1869 in Philadelphia. But around 1873, it started picking up because we got wars going on. Uh, These nurses are making a big difference on patient outcomes. But they were bedside patients, bedside nurses. Most of their care and most of their education came from bedside. They were not being formally educated in a classroom. And the education they received wasn't standardized. Standardized. Each hospital trained however they see thought fit. So the three hospitals they said that got everything really started was a hospital in New York called Bellevue Hospital. They had one in Connecticut, which was a state hospital. And they had another one in Massachusetts, a general hospital. But around the early 1900s, schools start popping up everywhere. 
but most, most of them were owned by hospitals or they were affiliated with hospitals. But as time went on, things started to change. They went from just caring more about on-the-job training to say, hmm, maybe they need to be in the classroom a little bit more. You know why? Because things got more technical and things got more complicated. So no longer were six months of bedside training enough to be a nurse. In some places, they trained for two or three years and off they were to be a nurse with just a diploma from that particular hospital. Not a formal education. They were looked at as being apprentice. They needed more. And so around the mid 20th century, when they start looking at hospital nursing as a scientific institution care of nursing is when things start to change. Things start to change when they start having state licensing boards. You see, things start to change when they were in classrooms getting theoretical instructions. See, things start to change when they start coming together with associations, nursing associations. Things start to change when they start having legislative involvement and accomplishments that would speak up for their industry. Because think about it, women didn't have a lot of political clout and power in the early 1900s, let alone the 1800s. So the profession started to grow. Of course, we had wars. Of course, the cities were getting bigger and they needed more nurses. But guess what? They needed more nurses, but the pay wasn't keeping up with the work. The women were working in bad conditions. They weren't making that much money. And they were, for the most part, getting tired. The work was getting complex, but their education wasn't. So next thing you know, of course, schools are popping up. Nurses are getting educated. And eventually they start getting the money that they deserve. Because they ran into a shortage after World War II. And now the sky is the limit, but it took the time for them to go from no formal education that they were just learning on the, you know, on the side of the bed, no diploma from diplomas to associate's degree to bachelor's degree to beyond. And you know, the biggest piece of the puzzle that I read, they got federal financial support. This was used to educate the nurses, to put together those bachelorette programs, the associate degree programs, to fund their education, to fund researching into nursing. In sterile processing, finances shouldn't be a barrier to you being able to get a degree or even a certification, funding, federal funding. Once we can look at this scientifically and statistically and show the impact that our industry has, show that our services are well needed, just like the nurses did. It took them a long time. They were supporting the Civil War, World War I, World War II, going out there, fighting a good fight, not getting paid, and eventually they recognized we need these people and things change. So I just want you to think about that. 
as we move from on-the-job training and sterile processing to certification on to degrees, be a visionary. Look what may come and at the possibilities. The nurses went through a lot of transformation. It took a long time, but they made it. Now it's a prestigious job that most people want. People come in sterile processing with their eye aimed on being a nurse, particularly an OR nurse. It's nothing wrong with that. But until we have a, a bachelor's degree program in sterile processing, that's helped people get associates or bachelor's degree in business administration. What about people who want to get with biomed? As you earn those degrees while you're in sterile processing, you're a big asset to that department and will help it develop and grow into where it needs to be. So think about where you fit in this. Can you help out with legislation? Can you help out with putting together a curriculum? Can you help out by passing on your textbook to someone else so they can get certified? What can we do to help the industry move forward like the nurses did? Like Florence Nightingale did. You guys have a great day. If you find this useful, please pass it on to someone else. You can find me at ionspd.com. The same on Facebook. The same on Twitter. On LinkedIn, Solyndra Bearfield. Until next time, you guys continue to be great.